Tonight's another episode of the Fellas Five Podcast featuring You meant to say welcome. Excuse me? Excuse me? I was just saying that you meant to say welcome at the beginning. Nope. I didn't. I intentionally wanted to avoid saying that just so you wouldn't know when to cut in. But you know what I can do? I can edit a welcome in there. So I'll edit my welcome in. You could try. You could try. It starts all over again. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Right. So we got everybody here. Appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode. You love us. I mean, at this point, you've listened to this podcast at least 15, 20 episodes. You know what we're about. I got Rio, Warren, Kev, Chris, myself. Um, this is your favorite podcast, the Fellas Pod Podcast. Tonight's topic is um, let's say based off of my Marvel fandom, right? So if anybody's following Marvel right now, they know that they have this what if series on Disney Plus, um, which basically is like, you know, what if this random thing in the the Marvel universe happened? You know, how would that have a ripple effect on other things that that may happen? So we've had things like, um, you know, what if, you know, Hank Pym went crazy and killed all the Avengers? What if there was a zombie outbreak? What if you know, all these different things. Um, so I thought it'd be fun for us to got, get a little creative um, on this episode and talk about some what if moments in our life and try to project out how differently our lives, you know, would be or could have been if only this thing would have happened or we made a different decision or we did something that we clearly hadn't done. Um, so I think that should be fun premise. It can go off in any number of different directions because we all have had numerous what if moments in our life um, at this point in time. Some more than others. I'm not pointing any fingers at Warren at all. Just saying facts. Um, so, does anybody want to start off? Because I can definitely start off, but I think sometimes the audience gets a little tired of hearing my voice so much. We're going to talk about how we doing first? Yeah, obviously, after we do that. Who would like to start off with how they're doing? Chris is always so excited to start. I can see it in his face. Uh, hello, listeners. Um, I love Kwan so, so dearly much. Um, that being said, uh, I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh, I mentioned to the fellows prior to recording that the, the, the wifey had a minor surgery, so she's recovering. Everything is good with her, um, but um, the family's good, man. Just uh, looking forward to um, the year coming to a close. It's not believe that we're in October, we're almost in October, and before you know, we'll be in December, and 2022 will be here. But either way, um, I'm having a good week, and I'm glad to be with my, my dudes. So thank you, Kwan. No problem. Always. Uh, Warren. What you got? How you feeling these days? These days, I am feeling swell. Um, I was I was outside today. I was doing some walking and such, and it felt really nice outside. It felt like fall. I'm a huge fan of sweater weather, so I was I was loving that. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm hoping that the weather kind of stays a little bit cooler so I can uh, start autumn and uh layering up and such but yeah outside of that i mean i'm, I'm good good week and stuff happy to be here with my people this guy wears sweaters 
365. Like, it's, it's always sweater weather for you. It's it's 97 degrees and you got on a sweater. No. No. Nope. It is not always sweater weather. I always wear sweaters. Very different things. I can acknowledge that. I would say 95 degrees Fahrenheit is not sweater weather. That doesn't mean I'm not wearing a sweater. You. For you. No, it is not sweater weather for me. I'm just wearing a sweater. Very different things. Just because you do something at a certain time doesn't mean it's time to do that thing. It's sweater weather when it's like 65, 70 degrees. 95 degrees, it's not sweater weather. I just have one with me and maybe throw it on. Mm -hmm. Think about it. When you play this back, it'll make sense. I would love if Warren's what if was, what if Warren answered questions directly? (laughs) How different. I feel like I did answer questions directly. I feel like I did answer that one directly. That's that's hurtful. That's hurtful. Kev, how you doing, bro? How you doing, Kev? I'm doing all right, man. Um, solid week um, since our last time chatting with you guys. Uh, getting ready to move on Friday, so apologies if it sounds like I'm getting ready to move in the background. But um, looking forward to to that new beginnings and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, connecting on this podcast with my guys. Last, but certainly not least. Oh, I, I thought I was going to get acknowledged, but I didn't. So, okay. Mario all right, cool. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, what's going on, everybody out there? Uh, it's been an up and down week, to be honest. Um, my little one's got a cold, um, but because of today's time and age, uh, she's being treated like a COVID patient. I have to quarantine her and all this other stuff. She simply just has a runny nose. Um, and she's getting better, but I can't send her back to school because I have to wait for a COVID test to come back. So she has to miss time playing with her friends and all the other good stuff. I understand, you know, being safe or whatnot, but um, yeah, this stuff with COVID is just it's crazy. Um, other than that, though, uh, everything's good. I'm glad to be here. Oh, um, as for myself, just I'm blessed, um, happy as well to be here. Um, looking forward to this weekend to catch up with some of you guys in person. Um, and when I say you guys, I mean the fellas, not the audience per se. Sorry, I get to disappoint, guys. Um, I just don't know you that well yet, and we are still in a pandemic, so meeting in person is kind of like a... Uh, but anyway, um, that's that's really what's been going on with me um, on this side of the city. Uh, and that's it. So, in reference to today's topic, is there anybody that wants to go in, or should I should I lead us in the example for this? Got it. So I'll lead off. So my what if moment, and I think about this from time to time. Um, so I was a, I was in high school and I was on a JV football team and I went out for wide receiver and we were still in preseason. We were doing the conditioning and the training and all that stuff. Um, I was like the number two wide receiver on a JV roster and uh, we had a rule that if you missed practice or if you got in trouble, you automatically lost your spot, right? 
He had to start from scratch, which was fine. I had no problem with that. One lunch period, um, fucking around with one of our one of my teammates, um, and we were like play fighting, you know, because we were like kind of watching wrestling and shit, and kind of went through a phase where I think we all did at some point. We were WWE and WCW and all that kind of stuff. So we were like legit actually play fighting, like not serious at all. But the assistant principal saw us and immediately brought us in. And uh, long story short, I ended up um, missing the practice, showed up to the team and was told, you know, I had to start over wide receiver, but then got pulled to the side by the defensive back coach and was like, yo, you play wide receiver, why don't you come be a DB? I was like, eh, we'll see. But ended up playing, it was actually pretty good. Unfortunately, due to some personal reasons, AK, my mom, felt my grades weren't good enough. Um, I dropped off the team, which was much to the chagrin of most of the team. Um, so my what if would have been, what if I had stayed on the team? How differently my life would have been. So for me, I think, and again, this is projecting out, more than likely, I would have been somewhat accomplished. Um, corner, probably corner, um, and probably would have ended up going to like a small school. I probably would have ended up at A&T, North Carolina A&T, on a football scholarship. Um, and likely, more likely than not, I feel like I probably would have gotten an injury in college um, and it would have been done. Uh, and because I went to A&T, I didn't really go for the academics you know, aspect of things. Although I would have been, you know, completely fine and smart. I would have finished out my degree, but I wouldn't have gone for like architecture or anything like that. Um, so I probably end, end up with, honestly, I don't know. Cause architecture degrees are like a five year degree. And to do that and juggle football is, is very difficult. Um, I know some people have done it for basketball and it still takes a long time. Um, but uh, it would have taken, you know, a, a bit more than what I would have had. And I'm pretty certain A&T doesn't have like a robust architecture program. So I probably would have picked like a business major or something like that. And I likely would have ended up staying in North Carolina as well. Uh, I probably would not have ventured out. And I don't know where that story goes from here. But what I do know is I probably never meet any of you guys. I probably never end up coming to Philadelphia. I never meet my wife. I never do a lot of stuff that I've done. I might still end up going into recreation just on the strength of like being a former football player. Um, and maybe eventually I get to mentoring, but probably not until like 40s, 50s. And I'm like one of those guys that like shows up and talks to kids about the importance of, you know, staying in school and, you know, not doing dumb shit when you're younger. And then, you know, telling them my story about like, oh, I played and da 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 and blew my knee out, something like that. Um, and that'd be it. And that's kind of like sad and depressing. But I also feel like that's probably the most accurate. I think the highest my career would have been like we would have would have made like a like a CIAA, you know, playoff appearance. I don't even know if they have like playoffs for CIAA in football, but um, 
something like that. Like I would have had like a, a a big play or something like that in a game, and then my career would be done for the most part. Um, so yeah. Now that that was all happy and expiring, uh, anybody else? <laughs> I I have questions. Um, Go ahead. First of all, I like it. I like where you're going. I I guess I have an alternative what if question that sure. maybe is simpler to think about. Okay. What if you stayed as an architecture major? In you. Yeah. Man, so I've thought about this a little bit too. The only issue is like as much as I really enjoy and love architecture, I don't like the politics of architecture. Like I don't like the culture that exists in it. It's it's a bunch of like you move, you go from like the bottom to the top, only to then start at the bottom at a new level and then try to work your way up to the top. And then you get to there, then you move to the bottom again. And like you're always constantly having somebody shit on you until you have your own. But then by that point, you've been shit on so many times, you're just like a a bitter asshole. And you just shit on other people just because you've been shit on your entire time. I saw a lot of that with like the professors and even some of like the architects that like you hear about their stories and like how they exist and how they are as people. And it's like, I don't want to be like that. Like very, like like a lot of ego, like a bunch of ego. And y'all know how I am as it is. Like I, I, I couldn't imagine me being like a egomaniacal kind of person like that. I feel like that would have, that would have, it would have brought that out of me more. And I, I would not have hung out with y'all at all. I had no time. <laughs> I do like the questions though. Like, yeah, let's keep that going. Anybody? Else got I got, I got one more. Unless anybody else got one. Your current life track, yep. but you get to change one piece of it with what if. Like, you get to add something from that scenario into the current life track. What, what, what would the change be? I think the only thing that I will probably, well, so you're saying from that that other like alternate, right? I don't know if any, I really... any any other what if, like any what if you thought about like man, like. Maybe I had the same trajectory. I get, I get married. I, I'm, I'm about to have a kid. I'm, I'm doing this whole thing, but it's like, ah, eh, it's one part of the what if that I'm like, I wish I would have had that, that part. There actually is one what if. So my what if would have been, what if I had gotten involved into um, parks and recreation while I was in college? Because mm. I think I could have done, I could have done both. I could have, you know, been a rec leader, you know, whatever, whatever whatever level that they have and been a college student simultaneously um, as opposed to like working like for like the rec league stuff that I did. Um, And that arguably probably would have netted me a lot more funds, enough funds for me to actually live off of. Um, And then I could have like come out of college way better off than like how I did. But then I also think about like that fast tracks me forward now so like as opposed to like getting that let's say five to seven years down the line i have it like at year zero like right out of college so i don't like that trajectory then changes like where i would be right now because i'd probably be like a, a super high level you know record leader and, and have all sorts of other stuff that i don't have now sweet um all right I'll jump in unless anybody else has any questions for Quan. All right. And I feel like my story is similar. 
Um, there's always a what if you I would have stayed uh, playing sports at the level I was playing. But instead, um, I'm going to go. And I don't know if I, I think I've talked about this in, in passing on a podcast. So I grew up where I grew up, right? Orange, New Jersey. Shout out Rio. And um, I went to a private, went to a private school um, after my sophomore year in high school. Um, and the story goes, I was hanging out with my pop. I was about to get ready to go to, uh, to football practice. And it's like an August before the school year, early August. And I run into this girl. She was dope. Um, she was driving her mom's car or dad's car or something like that. She had to scratch it. Me and my dad pulled up to Rite Aid, had to do something at Rite Aid. And she had just bought like some some paint filler or like some some touch up paint to uh to fix the scratch. She was trying to figure it out. Me and my dad rolled up to her, what are you doing? Blah blah blah. I was like, Oh, you pretty dope, we exchanged numbers and um the rest is history. I ended up at this this prep school and um and it's a life changing experience. Like it's it's a dope school. It, it's it wasn't dope at first. I'm saying that now with, with hindsight. When I was 16, 17, I was really mad. I was really, really upset. Um, I was leaving all my friends. I've been in orange school system from kindergarten um, until that point. So for, for 10 years, 11 years, I guess. Um, so a lot of friendships. I was a uh, budding athlete on a basketball and football team. So like I loved it. Like I was happy. Um, had a girlfriend there and all that. Um, so for me to switch and change, and we were on the on the verge of building that program. Um, made the playoffs the first year, the first for the first time in like ten years, the year before. Um, and then that team went on to go you know pretty far in the state playoffs without me. But um, <laughs> but uh, I switched it up and it and kind of changed the trajectory of my life, in a sense. Like I think I was always going to be successful. And obviously, in our recent recent couple of recent versions of this podcast, we talked about what does success mean. So you guys should go back and listen to that. But um, you know, it definitely gave me the ability to 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 be accepted in every room I walk into. And I, I don't know if I would have had that level of comfort had I not made the transition. But the what if is I think if I stay at Orange High, you know, similar to Quan, I think I was definitely would have been at the HBCU. So that means I don't meet you guys. That means I don't meet my son's mom, which means I don't have my son. Um, you know, that's that's a tough, that would be a tough trade. Um, but the what if is that, you know, I definitely talk about often, like I wish I would have went to an HBCU um, just to have that experience, just to, just to understand what that's like, just to have that feeling, just to have that energy, just to have, to learn and that atmosphere would have been cool. And um and like Quan, I liked A and T. I probably would have ended up probably like Hampton, I think. Um, a couple family friends had gone to Hampton. My uncle actually gone he's really my cousin I called my uncle, went to Hampton too. So like probably would have ended up there. And um maybe I play, maybe I don't, but that's my that's my what if. Um but Quan has a question. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, you said that you probably don't have a kid. Um, you might not have. You probably don't have. You know. I mean, Blake. Yeah, Blake. Yeah. But there's a, there's a probably a good chance you might have 
more than one kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I probably would. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's, it's hard to say. You know, once you get one, you get a right. Blake, you get somebody that that you you love like that. It's like I, I I can't picture my my life without him. So like you know, even if you know, um, the means as which I obtained said said child, um, <laughs> I'll definitely redo that. Um, you know, I can't, you can't have one without the other. So, uh, so I mean, I'll, I will leave that as is and just take the, you know, take the, 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 the stuff that went wrong as a lesson. But, um, but yeah, my, my what if would be, you know, what, what, what would HBCU kept look like? Um, what career would I have chosen after college? Where would I have chosen to live? Um, I don't think I would have stayed, um, you know, Hampton in that Hampton, Virginia Beach area. I probably would have ended up in New York City or Georgia or something like that, like Atlanta or something like that. Probably one of those kind of cities. Um, probably not in Philly. That means I don't run into my guys. So um, so a lot of different changes. Um, and, yeah, I probably would have ended up, like, similar and similar probably career is boring. Like, probably something, if not teaching and coaching, I probably would have been doing something with um, – psychology um that that was my original plan maybe the what if should have been what if i listened to my dad or didn't listen to my dad my dad was like yo you're too smart to do that make money <laughs> and i was like what you mean i'm too smart to carry talk to people <laughs> um <laughs> my dad's opinion not mine Warren. um so um so yeah that's that's my what if hmm. so many directions. i think it's i think it's funny that both of you guys both kind of went the same route as far as like school, the crazy thing is, I was that's one of my what ifs um, that I think about a lot. I kind of don't want to go into it because you two already did it, <laughs> like you did it twice. Kind of don't want to do it in there now. <laughs> um, but it was interesting that both of you guys did the same exact thing, like kind of sort of. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't want to go because I, I definitely I need to rethink this whole thing because. <laughs> my, my, yeah, my what if or the thing that I know I thought about was like college and maybe that's a good point like maybe I should focus on it focus on it more of like had I not had the experience of because really North Academy God bless North Academy um not God I mean shout out North I don't know if it's a God bless they, they had their <laughs> issues they had their issues as do all it's a hat tip <laughs> it's a hat tip um these institutions that have majority, for the majority of time, catered to wealthy folks who aren't necessarily of color or diverse, it's, they have their own issues in trying to get to be woke, and they and they are you know not unlike any other institution of learning or period institution of the sort. So like that experience definitely changed my life trajectory. Um, or at least the comfort I had in going in different rooms. So I, I appreciate that. My dad had good vision for that. Like I was mad at him for a while. Um, one of the things, you know, that he got right, I think, was just like pushing me to be like, all right, like, look, you're already comfortable here. You can do all the things you can do here. Like you, you, you made it. Like it's not enough you're gonna do at Orange unless you guys won a championship, which we could have did. Which you know, maybe I want the ring instead <laughs> would i rather have this high school ring or would i rather be comfortable like going into different rooms and, and then being able to communicate with like anybody like you know what i mean at various levels of people that's a good trait to have um but 
I don't know. That is the one thing I look back on. Like, yeah, I would have rather not. I would have liked to have known the HBCU experience, but I, I think just focusing on, I'm a 15 year old kid with cornrows and a lot of the normal stuff from from an inner city. Like a lot of slang in my vocabulary, you know, all that. Um, played basketball and kind of a. It did help my basketball game. I was kind of a wilder, just ran slash like I was just like an athlete at that point more structure here's how to think the game here's how to slow down change your paces that that helped in my understanding of, of that and then like I said so it obviously added value to life but one of the things is like what if I would have just stayed on my track and was like nah you know what <laughs> I, I know it's better for me at, at 15 16 than you do well, so I got it <laughs> so yeah, I think my what if for you for you probably would be uh what if you got a basketball scholarship to play you know at, in college like how how differently your trajectory would be like I, so i had i had a scholarship to um it's a small school in jersey called stevens tech it's in hoboken and it was in hoboken before hoboken is like what hoboken is now um that could have been dope right across the water from new york city um they had come to a couple AAU tournaments. I showed out a little bit. I, my thing, I, I'm, I'm, I, I was a good player. Um, I was only six feet, and most of the time in, in high school, I, I was a forward. You know what I mean? So um, AAU, I got to play a little bit more wing, guard, or whatever. So I was a scoring guard. I was an undersized three or two, basically. But um, they were a small school, and I, it probably would have worked out where I could have had some sort of, you know, not not ball handler, but like you know, playmaker scorer role or something like that. And yeah, I mean, it would have been fun. Um, I would have liked it. Probably would have ended up coaching. Maybe that'd have been my first career. Um, how, how far do you think your career would have gone if you played? In college? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't a big time recruit. Like, I um. I probably told you guys this story a million times. Like I had showings against uh, Randy Foy, who ended up getting drafted, played at Nova. He was from um, Northeast side, and um, and then Irve Lamaza. You might not know Irve. Irve went to Rutgers. Like they were really two two big recruits in the area at that time. Like Jersey had we had Ernest Turner and and Dewan Wagner. But they was in South Jersey, so like my area, North Jersey, like Randy Foy was the guy. And um, and he gave me like 27 in the AU game, and I had 18. And I and I locked him up for the most part. Like he scored most of that 27 on other teammates. Um, I won't say locked him up. If you're listening, he's gonna be like, "Fuck out of here." But um, I think I held him to like eight when I had him. You know what I mean? I had I held him to a solid eight out of that 27. Um, and it was a quiet eight. It was like free throws. Um, so like I don't know. I was all right. You know what I mean? But like I wasn't. I wasn't going to Duke or, or anywhere like that. Um, I was a, you know, D3, D2 kind of player. Um, and that's where I was getting looks. So I was like, I, and my mom, I, I guess that what if is like, if I had more sense um, to just be like, chill, like that's who you are, that's what you are, and it's fine. It's going to be fun. Like you're going to play for four years and you're going to have fun. Um, my attitude was that I, I thought I was a D1 player. And I was like, nah. And then as soon as I got to school, particularly with football, I, don't, I know you probably remember from playing 
um, on the weekends. Like I, I felt like I missed, I missed it so bad. Like I would, I would went anywhere. I'd have played at like a, a JUCO, a community college, just, just to play again. <laughs> um, so I wish, you know, for kids who are in that age, 16, 17, you starting to get your first offers. You might think you're something and, and, and try and, and don't doubt yourself, but you know, don't look down on a D2 and D3 opportunities because, playing the game is why you know loving the game is why you started playing so like if you keep the love keep going for it like don't don't look at don't look at it as like beneath you so that's good shit cap I, I i tell kids this oftentimes like i really try to get them to understand like all right you want to go to the league but like how many players from philly are in the league right now like and if you can figure out like what their story is you might be able to find a path but it's a lot of cats that try to go there that don't end up there. And for some of them, like, that's okay. Like, there's other paths to where you're trying to go. So, you know, not everybody can be in the league. There's only so many spots. And if you can think of every basketball player that you know right now that's currently playing, that's a spot. And you got to beat out one of those people to get on that spot. So, you know, but like you were saying, that's that's definitely true. There's a lot, of, there's a lot more opportunities out there. and it's about your passion and love for the game, not about where, how good you think you are. It's about actually caring about the actual game itself. Warren, I feel like you want to go because I, I know I know Chris is chomping at the bit, but I know, I know I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save Chris's because I know you got something. You've been waiting very patiently. Uh, sure, we'll go with that. So, uh, well, first, hey Rio, if you want to use a a basketball, what if? I mean, it's your what if, man. You could you would have do whatever you want to do. I just want to put no, that aside. not with basketball. It was it was college. It was more so like if I didn't go to Philly. Uh-huh. Um, well, I mean, you could I, do it. I, I mean, I think your story is your like story. A, a state school, so um, you know, came from well, a two parent household. Um, parents struggled to like make everything work. Um. Went to a pretty good high school uh, in the city, um, and I did pretty good grade-wise, which I should say. So it came down to college. Um, truth be told, I wasn't well-versed in a lot of colleges. I, I can't say I, I guess, did my research when it came time to apply. Um, Philly U was high on my list, reason being. Uh, my 10th and 11th grade year, I played AAU ball, and we practiced on Philly U's campus. We either was at uh, Penn Charter, which was right behind uh, campus, or um, sometimes on weekends, um, we got to actually practice on Philly U's campus. Reason being, my two of my, my head coach and my assistant coach were current students at Philly U at the time. Shout out Dell, shout out Brandon Francis. Um, so um, they took us like through the, like pretty much got, I got like a college tour, like not getting a college tour. So like we, they took us on campus for brunch, walked around like the grounds, saw like college women. So it was kind of like, oh shit, this is what it's like. I, I like this. Like I like the way this looks. I like the way this feels. So um, if Philly U was high on my list, um, I definitely thought about the HBCU route, um, but I wasn't that educated. 
like I went on a college tour uh, down Atlanta, saw like Clark, Robert Morris, um, Spellman, and them was on the quad, all that good stuff. It looked good. I don't know. I had a fear of like being away from home. I had a huge fear of being away from home. In hindsight, I mean, like now, I wish I would have got the fuck out of here because I, I, I can't. I, I'd be so excited to get out of the city limits, like every chance I get. So, um, yeah, in, in hindsight, I wish I would have. Um, but during during that time period, yeah, I had a fear of like leaving the city for some odd reason, as if like I couldn't make it or I wasn't gonna be able to survive. I don't know. I don't know what it is per se. Never really like thought about it, but I I knew for a fact I had a fear. Um, and then when I told my pop about me being interested in going to Philly U, he pretty much was just like, no, I don't think you should do it. Like, he pretty much just told me no. Unfortunately, and you guys all know this, I'm not the person to tell me like not to do something or I can't do something. I'm not that person. It's Even if you are 100% right, unfortunately, I'm too thick-headed to even see that or believe that. Unless you tell me in like a, you know, maybe a loving or endearing manner like maybe i'll pick up on it but if you just flat out trying to tell me i can't do something or i shouldn't do something nine times out of ten that's exactly what's gonna happen just that unfortunately that's like one of my things it's not always the greatest thing and i understand that now you know being older but unfortunately that's just one of my that's just something in my character um so my dad was like no you shouldn't go there it's expensive like it's a private school shouldn't go private school, you should go state school, maybe get a scholarship, you know, pay next to nothing out of pocket. I think about that a lot because of my student loan bills that I that I'm that I'm paying. I definitely think about that. Like I probably wouldn't have majority of this if I would have decided to go to a state school. I would. Um but the other thing I think about a lot is I probably would have been a bigger whore than I was um, if I would have went to a state school. Um, I probably would have had children way earlier than I did if I would have went to a state school. Um, I probably would have got into tons more shit if I would have went to a state school. Right. I went to a school, like I didn't really know anybody. I didn't know anybody in Philly. I knew like, I think like I, from my high school, it might've been like six of us that went. Um, only one of those people I actually like hung with while I was in high school. Only one. The rest of them, it was like, hey, I know you. Um, you know, hey, what's up? But like, I didn't really know anybody. And then again, I was in, again, I was like a, an enhanced atmosphere of my high school because my high school was diverse. It was majority, you know, white. But Philly U was like white, white. Like, like again, and when I was in high school, there was a few hundred of us like there was hundreds of black kids that wasn't the case at philly that was like 40 of us and we all knew each other <laughs> we all knew each other even if you didn't know each other you knew each other like because it was that it was like it wasn't that many of us at all so um i do think about that but granted i'm thankful that the path ended up the way it did because I feel like I'm a tad more cultured and again, kind of to touch on Kev's point as far as 
having the ability to be in certain rooms and be comfortable. And in those those you know situations surroundings, I probably wouldn't have been if I would have been like, oh well, all my friends and stuff go over here, and and that's where I'm at. I probably wouldn't have been because, again, I thought I thought the world was like my neighborhood until I got to high school. And then I'm like, oh, okay, so it's a little bit like this. It's like a like cornucopia. And then I got into Philly U, and I was like, it was kind of like, no, this is what the real world looks like. A whole bunch of them and not that many of you. And it was kind of like, oh, shit. So so this is really what it's like? So like, okay, all right. So I thought high school was one thing. No, they just did a really good job, like, shaking the bag because we had a nice representation of everything. No, Philly U was like, no, it's a it's a little sprinkle you, a little sprinkle you, and a whole bunch of us. And that's what the world looks like. And that's really what the world looks like. But I wouldn't have seen that world if I would have stayed in like my comfort zone or went where like my friends went and all that other type stuff. So yeah, mine wasn't like sports related. Like again, I wasn't I wasn't like I, I thought I was good and 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 but I didn't, yeah, I never thought I was like, oh, I can go play the D1 or something like that. Nah, I never thought I was that good. Not at all. What if, uh, what if you didn't go to Central? Oh, where would you have gone? Not Central. It's a great Ooh, question. I, I don't know, because it was Central or Bust for me. I, I have no idea. I went, to, was I. I, went to, I went to a neighborhood middle school. Um, I absolutely cannot stand it. Um, I used to get in trouble for for so granted I I guess you would say I was a bully but I really wasn't because like I would I was the person least likely to get into a fight but intelligently I was a bully like intellectually should I say I was I was a bully in class like I would yo why don't you know the answer to that question like I would be the one making those types of outbursts in class and stuff like that so um. Yeah, like, it just, like, middle school didn't challenge me in any way, shape, or fashion. Uh, everything was about what you was wearing, um, what chicks you was going after. Like, that's literally all middle school was about. Um, and then it was, like, turf wars a lot. So it was a lot of fighting, a lot of, like, jumping and stuff like that. Like, blocks beefing with other blocks and stuff like that. And a lot of that, you know, they bring that into school. I didn't want to be in another school like that. And, like, our feeder high school was just a trumped up version of my middle school. And I in no way, shape or fashion was going to that high school. Like I I wrote that off early. Like I knew in sixth grade where I was going. Like again, like I said, for college, I didn't do my research. I definitely did my research for high school. I did my research for high school. I knew what I needed to get in the central and I made sure I had what I needed to get in the central. So I couldn't even tell you what I would have done if I didn't go to Central, because there there was no other option. It was for me. It wasn't. That was the only option for me. And I got into like I got into probably like nine or ten schools, and like because like my counselor was like, well, you gotta apply for like you know like you gotta have your backups or whatever. I didn't even care about my backups because I had no interest in going into any of them. <laughs> and they were like decent schools, but no, for me it was central bus. It wasn't. I didn't. I didn't have any other options. Chris, I, w- I want to hear from you, man. Yeah, I got 
I guess three different things. Um, obviously, the, 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 the college um, thing, I don't want to go too deep in that, but of course, I didn't go to Philly U. Same thing, HBCU. Uh, my sister went to Lincoln University, uh, so I probably would have went there as well and I would have had that experience. So would never met you guys more than likely. Um, who knows what, you know, what that experience would have been like or we might have uh, crossed paths if you was at Lincoln. We went we went to a Crossing. BZ was with me when we was with me and Rob. We went to a Lincoln party. We went to a Lincoln party. I don't think Chris would have came out nearly as Christian as he is now though. So Exactly. So, um, so I'll, I'll, I don't want to go down that path about the whole council. We, we've covered that before, um, you know, uh, multiple times on this podcast. Um, I didn't do a lot of planning when I was in high school. Um, and my mom being an educator really was on me regarding um, education. And she told me that you're, you're not going to sit here. You're either going to go to college or you're going to the military. Um, mm. I'm from a military family. You know, my dad was in the military. Two of my uncles were in the army. Two of my uncles were in the uh, the navy. One was in the air force. Everybody was military. So, um, if I didn't go to Philly U, um, and I didn't go to Lincoln, I probably would have been in the military. <laughs> um, you know, so that was before 9/11. Um, who you know, who knows? You know, like you know, maybe, maybe you know, I might have been over there in Afghanistan. Maybe I'll be like you said, you never, you never forget. Oh, that you know, that would have taken me. Um, you know, and what, what kind of, um, you know, what kind of uh, military career I would have had, uh, you know, so that's, that's something that I, I often think about is, you know, if I didn't go to college, um, I would have been in the military, um, you know, either air, probably not air force or probably either the Marine or the army or something like that. And you'd have been a Marine, uh, you know, what, what, yeah, probably so. And what, 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 what would that look like, um, uh, for me, um, you know, and, you know, would I, would I be here right now? Would I would, would I would I buck that somebody screaming at me and punched in the face and got court martialed? Like it's a lot of that stuff. Like real 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 talk. Like a lot a lot of those things come across my mind in terms of you know a what if um what what that looked like. So um that's one thing. And the last thing I would I would say is um the first house that I bought in Maryland was a money pit um where every time it rained uh, I would be fearful that my basement would flood. Um, and part of that is I, I applied for a position at my, my prior company. Um, and the main reason why I took the job in Richmond is to get out of that house. They paid me to move and they gave me a lot of money to move out that crappy house. So what if I never bought that house? Um, would I have taken that job in Richmond and would have made me, I mean, I, I've moved, I moved like probably five, five, four to five times in like six years. Um, you know, yeah. Promotions at my, my prior company. So if, if, if I had a house that wasn't, a money pit and didn't you know I, I didn't have to get the basic redone every like year would i have stayed in that house would i have taken a job in another state and would and then obviously that would have that moved me like four other states so where would that have been with my career you know kim was you know like so yeah it, it, I, I think about that often you know if i would have bought a you know a different house um i probably would have moved out of baltimore and would probably stayed in maryland um you know my entire career um with my family as opposed to moving to Richmond and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and all that stuff. So the um, Richmond house was dope. That's another. I will say. Yeah, no, Richmond house was. I mean, honestly, I, I think every house I lived in, I enjoy living there. Um, but that being said, I'm not sure if we would have moved out of state because that that was the main factor. It's like, look, 
yeah, more money and I get to sell this house and make money. Um, that's a win. Like, let's do it. So, but you know, so yeah. So anyway, I, I think about that as well. You know, um, you know, what if we didn't, what if we never bought that house? Uh, where where my career be at? And uh, you know, and and um, yeah. So that's those are my my what ifs. Um, go ahead, DZ. Did anybody else here ever get like recruited by the military at all? I was gonna I ask a version of that question. So, Chris, I want you to go, but then I want us all to think about, because I think that's a what if that applies to everybody. Like, when we all lived through it, well, some of you guys were a little bit younger than me and Chris, and Warren's older, obviously, but we were on campus during 9-11. We were freshmen, and the worry and the concern was, oh, shoot, they're going to start the draft again. That's a what if for everybody. Like, what if that actually happened and we had to go? Um, So I guess the two questions are, have you ever been, were you ever recruited by the military? And what if you got drafted for 9-11? Everybody just yeah, recruited. Like, uh, everybody. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. I, 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 I think I was definitely recruited a few times. Um, and, um, you know, if I got drafted, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, you, have to, you know, you uh, you know, you, you have to go. Funny, funny thing is, like, I saw one of my pops earlier today. And um, and we were talking, we, we got on a topic in terms of, like, you know, him, him being in the military and, my uncle and all that stuff, and I think I have like a, like a ton of military in my family, and I was like, so I, like, why was it like that for black men in the '60s? And it was a way out, like honestly, for for African American male, like you were doing something if you were in the military because they, you know, you get education stuff like that. Um, but um, and that, so it, it's something that 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 at that time they aspired to do is to go in the military because that's the way you can kind of break the chain and like you know do something in your life. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, Kevin, I mean, if we got drafted, what are your options? You you, you go and you fight for your country, I guess. The way I look at it. Or you, you go to jail. I mean, that's an option. Yeah, or, you, you or, you, or you go to jail. But I mean, I probably I probably would have done the former, and you know, would have been fake injury. Fighting, so. Yeah. I had I had a marine come to my house, um, apartment, um, to try to recruit me, and I thought that was really weird. Um. And I remember telling my mom, and she like flew off the handle. You're not going into the military. That's not, not. And I was like, you just brought information. I said I would give it to you. That's it. But uh, yeah, I, I thought about um, getting drafted and all that kind of stuff. But my only concern was always like, okay, you're gonna give me all this training, right? And you're gonna give me a gun, but then you gonna trust me with the gun? Like, what if I ain't feeling it? <laughs> You done put me through all this shit. Now I'm about to be like, no, nah, bro, I ain't, I ain't doing no more sit-ups, bro. <laughs> we about to have an issue. Um, and apparently that happens. So I probably shouldn't joke about that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think the military, I think that would have done something to my soul on a different level. And I'd be a very different, very, very different person. Um, probably way more reckless. And I'd probably be dead at this point, cause I, let's be honest, like I'd be out there, like, like really in my bag of shit, like, and I'd be off. I'd be one of the motherfuckers that's like, you know, rubbing blood and shit on my face, and like I'm out here, like, you know, trying to scope people from a distance, and like, you know, I ain't got a shirt on, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is King doing?" America, like, I'm really just going, um, cause, cause at that point, I feel like I wouldn't want to come back. Like, that's how I would feel. I feel like I'm out here in a different world, and I can't go back to just, like, regular, like, civilian life. So, like, I just got to be out here. That's how I feel. 
QB the black the black Rambo. Basically. <laughs> I um strangely I never got recruited. Um though I I used to see a lot more of those stations like in malls or different store shopping areas like those um recruitment centers. Um I think I would have wanted to be in the Navy, even though the Air Force sounds cool too. My dad was in the Air Force. Um never got deployed. Um he you know, he was basically in the reserves or whatever. Um but um he was active for for a while. He was active when I was born, and then my um, my first cousin, one of my first cousins on my dad's side, was a marine was in the Marines, then went back in and went to be and became an Army sergeant. So he was on both two branches, and um, and he he has he has his struggles. He he fought. Um, he was active um, in Desert Storm. Well, sorry, Afghanistan. Um, actually, he he is old enough to have been tail in the desert storm multiple tours and um has a hard time with 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 emotions sometimes um you know if there's a definite family things like that it's just it's still so as you're saying it's, it's hard to reassimilate um but all that said um i was walking you know when the, you know the first couple once the first tower gets hit the second tower once it falls and we know it's a terrorist attack and we're walking around campus because they had canceled school and we were kind of in the daze, and then, um, you know, there was fear that there was going to be a target in Center City. Um, I was ready to go. At that stage, I was just like, all right, let's do it. They attacked us. We're going to get them back. So I would have been down. Um, Very Captain probably, does, probably doesn't surprise you guys if you call me Captain America, but I, I was ready to go. Um, yeah, like, where's to, my field? <laughs> <laughs> to basically risk it all, like, for real. Um, I was ready to go. So, um yeah, I mean that's that's interesting. What if like I I think I would have liked military life because um, there's a <laughs> obviously there's a competitiveness to it and, and rising and, and kind of leading your team and leading your your country to, to to hopefully victory and to to free people and to do all the good stuff. The craziness now and this is a whole other topic. And I'll, I'll I'll end it short. A lot of the things I think that people join the military for now we're finding with all these politics and stuff involved that you know you weren't actually fighting for what you thought you were fighting for. So you know that that I, I, that would have messed me up. Like I think you know coming back as you're saying reassimilating. I think this happened to a lot of people, and I don't want to go derail. But I think once you if you go in with that kind of pure heart, I'm going to do this for the good of the the greater good, and then you do it, and then you realize I did that for oil. I'd be messed up. I don't know if I'd be able to come back and be a, a normal person after that. But yeah, that's my what if on that. Yeah. Warren, how about you? What was it like watching, um, you know, that Trojan Shut horse? Shut up. Don't do, city? don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> With all don't the people it. inside of it. You don't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a lot of wars he's witnessed. So yeah, so many. <clears throat> it was back when you know. the first World War was just called the Great War. I mean, even before that, the that the Romans and here we go, Spartans, Spartan, yeah, right, like how, <laughs> like before the Persian Empire was even the Persian Empire, it was like the Ottoman Empire and the Turks. Wow, what was Jesus like? I ask this all the time. <laughs> but no, give us the real. Were you ever ever recruited? Everything about any of that. I was never recruited, and I am thankful to never have had to do that. Um, I 
had no interest in in serving so i'm appreciative that i never had the the need, the need never arose for me to do so i think i would have been a good soldier because i think i can be a i think i'm a, a good soldier i think i'm a good team player so I, I i'm not worried that i would have would have failed my team but i'm glad that that wasn't a, a choice that i had to make or an option available um yeah i never was drafted not drafted uh recruited thank god i have no interest serving in the military don't like being told what to do um so like boot camp i probably would have gotten kicked out um yeah just doesn't work for me my pop was in the military he was in the army um he did that for i think like eight years maybe maybe he just did four i don't know yeah i want to say four he did it for four years eight's too long thinking about my my youth yeah eight's too long he did it for four years um no because he came home and, and said about being told what to do, how he didn't like it. And that just kind of rubbed off. Yeah. Um, military was never an option. I would have never made it out of boot camp because I would have told somebody about myself and tell them what to do. So, um, yeah. Let's thank God that what if never was what if. All right. We got the man of the hour here. Doc. Pretty sure I'm not the man of the hour. I think we were all men of the hour, but thank you for that uh, warm, inviting welcome. Man so, of all the hours? Is that how you meant? Here we go. Timekeeper? You, you can stop. You can stop. Man of all time. <clears throat> oh. All time man. Hmm. Right. So, um, there were, so a number of years ago, I led a different life. I was an active musician. Um, I did things like perform and sang and, and, and stuff like I, I did it, I did it in a group. It was myself and, um, a friend of mine. So for a number of years, we were together kind of performing and just out in the music world in Philly. You were in boy. And what was the name of the group? I'm I'm not even familiar with this. Boys to Men. It was, it was a solo act. Was, I just know about Ido. You know, right. So uh, the group went through a few different iterations. It was Verse. Um, it was Soho. A few different things. Um, but yeah, so that was something that I had done for a while, for a number of years. Probably, honestly, probably a good active maybe five, six years, I could say. Um, so... It was, it was cool. Um, not really my thing, but, but it was something I liked doing. Right? There was a number of uh, a number of different elements of it that I enjoyed. So obviously, I'm a musical person, so I, I like the music piece, the singing and the performing, the creative uh, element of writing and just being in the studio, kind of making this thing. Um, what I liked least, I think, was the rigor and just the like the the banality of performing, like. Like you're a you're you're an animal, right? It's like like a circus, right? You do the thing you do, like go do the thing you do, right? Same thing as as modeling, and same thing as well, not so much acting, but modeling and singing, I, I kind of liken to each other. Um, 
I, I modeled as well in case that wasn't known. Um, but it's kind of like, go do this thing and you're done. Like, it just feels like a big, like a whole lot of whoop for nothing, like a, a, a small return. Um, so the what if that I was using or that, that I thought of was what if I took it a lot more serious and decided to like really pursue it. So I think, I think I would have had a lot of access to a lot of different music, a lot of the, the music that I think was around the time. Like, so music, soul child stuff, a lot of that kind of army, that kind of different stuff. Um, and I'm a different writer anyway, I think. So I would have, I imagine that performing would have gotten, I, well, my thinking is I would have ended up performing. My group would have performed a lot more. We'd have gotten more exposure. Um, Philly being the smaller market that it was, I think I'd have ended up meeting a number of people. So I mentioned Music Social Child because, you know, I knew people that knew him because it's Philly, right? So there are people that knew him that could have arranged for meetings. And like, I met a few people, um, like a few people that had been in the business for a while, you know, different producers, um, different um, like studio folks that, that you know, a band, band members, like different people that had access to different people. So I think I could have done well and made my rounds in the field. Um, I think, I think my voice is decent. Um, I think my, my arrangement and stuff is, I think I'm pretty good with arranging and writing. So I think I would have probably tried to transition out of singing. I probably would have done a lot more writing and I think I'd have had the ability to do that. Um, I'd have been able to get a lot of different music types, put a lot of different things together. So I think I'd have been able to get my material out to a lot of different local artists, right? To kind of be in the Philly scene and just get, you know, Philly folks doing things. Um, you know, I do have some connections in New York. So I think I'd have been, I think I'd have been able to make a, a decent name for myself as a songwriter. So I think I would have likely transitioned out of singing as soon as I could have. I would have used it as a vehicle to get my own writing out there. Um, I think I've, I've, no, I've mentioned a few times, I know you all know this, but I think I've mentioned on the podcast that I would love to be a songwriter and I could, I would do that happily right now, just making decent money to write songs every day or for my life, my life's work. I'd be cool with that. Um, so I think I would have written, I think I would have randomly had some decent stream of money coming in. Um, you know, nothing fantastic, but probably enough to pay the bills. I probably would have been really bored though because i don't think i would have done the school route um probably would have i probably would have been a studio rat i probably would have been a person that spent a lot of time in the studio writing probably would have tried to find different um you know motivations to keep writing so i had to probably would have made some questionable choices just giving myself some you know random encouragement to write and different uh, things to write about um and I think once I made decent money, like if I wrote a few hit songs, I probably would have just spent time like not doing much. I probably would have just lived off of like, you know, royalties and just getting some random checks showing up in my account and just kind of coasted. So, yeah. Do you ever think back or, or kind of wish you can start now? Because it's never too late to become a writer. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I don't think back on it, but I mean, I still do write. I still do record a little bit for myself. Um, I still am the creative, so I still enjoy the music process. I enjoy the the whole process that goes into it. I have less time, obviously, because I'm doing 
other things, but I still do it. I try to keep doing it. I try to help friends of mine that are writing and, and producing and trying to be more active in the business. I still work in that end. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still, I still write. I'm still a writer. Uh, if I have an opportunity to get my stuff out to people, I would do it. I just don't put any energy into it because my energy goes into other things now, more regularly anyway. I low-key feel like you would have been like a vocal coach but had had a little singing career and then parlay that into becoming a vocal coach and then maybe even found a niche somewhere in like um the arts like on stage and shit like been some either like an instructor or like some sort of talent development type shit and you're like working backstage maybe not on broadway but like off broadway like, I can see that. You wear a scarf every day. Yeah, that would be dope for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, that would just be worn. Like, you come in, he have like, a bunch of rings and, like, on his fingers and shit. Just because that's what they that do. Guy. And then he's, like, coming in, he's like, no, from from here. Not from here, from here. So, like, you're just, a jerk for that, but I, I hear you. Um, I feel like that'd be very natural for you. So, I don't think... I personally don't think I'm good enough to be a vocal coach. I think I think I can teach technique. Um, and that's, I guess, a different, like, mental – that's a thing for me. Um, I think – well, I'll, I'll put that to bed there. Um, I don't know that I would have been a vocal coach. I think I could have helped people get to where they want to go. So I think the whole talent development thing, I, I actually see making sense. Um, I mean, I had some ins to – acting and stuff. So I probably could have gotten into some talent development that way. Uh, working with musicals, I would have loved to do. And I think I could have done that. Uh, I still think I could do that. So yeah, the talent development piece, kind of like like a back-end entrance into work like that, doesn't seem far off. I think I could have done that. I think you're right. It's kind of fucked up. Like, all these what-ifs mean, like, just one little wrinkle, like, we don't meet each other. Like, even if, like, all of our wrinkles were, like, came before right like we don't meet each other right yeah it's kind of one of those things where you know they say you should be thankful for what you got um oh, man for real you know because it is it is fun to play the what if game but it's you know so much of my life that i i feel blessed to have now not yeah. not things the people that it's like ah it's not really worth you know it's not really worth chasing it although i'll tell you this i'll bring you guys with me i did play the powerball tonight not saying you guys should it's gambling. Um, it's low probability you're going to win, but 570 million is a lot of money. And it, you know, if we hit that thing, we out of there. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I? Can I? A super yacht, and we're not even worrying about an address anymore. Out of there. May, may I ask the the super question to kind of take us home with? Certainly. So, if Knowing how the what if game works, knowing that one change changes everything. Mm-hmm. If you had the power to, would you change anything? No. Chris, what you said? Absolutely not. Say negative. I would change anything. I would tweak some stuff. Hard, hard no for this guy. Nope, can't do nothing. It. You know, you know the what I if game. Something. You change everything. I tweak something. I, I renege my answer. Oh, I really my answer. I would. Uh, only thing I would change is I would major in something different than filming you. That's it. I wouldn't change anything else. 
but a minor tweak can have a major effect, guys. Let's have to understand how this works. Forget that. Yeah, a minor change or a tweak, as Kevin says, can be a major change. It's not going to impact what's at home, though. It's not going to impact me, me, and you guys. It's not going to impact my family. It like, might. Like Kimberly and – in my in my opinion, I don't think it's going to impact that. So, it's my, it might impact so here's how – as an example. Career, but. As, as an example, so let's say – and not saying that you're choosing architecture, but let's say your major was architecture. You would have less time. So you may not have had the free time to be you I'm know, just, in – yeah, to be in the student center, maybe we wouldn't have met because maybe you wouldn't have had the time to work in the gospel choir, right? A number of things. And so it's it's really like something as significant or insignificant as a butterfly fart could really alter, you know. <laughs> a butterfly what, fart. It's called the butterfly effect. Indeed. That's what they're really talking about, a butterfly fart. So one – and Kevin, I hear you. It's something, something minor. Chris, I get it. Some minor adjustment change. But – if you think about the, or consider the fact that changing anything up to this point changes this point, would you have made any changes? I'm, yes. I'm going with no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would I would make like them after I knew you guys. Up. But yes, I'm saying yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'm still with no. I'm I'm with Rio on the no. Yeah, I was, I'm with no now. Crap. Three no's. <laughs> yes. I was, yes. <laughs> I'm. So the one thing I do think about often is my relationship with my brother. And I don't, I often think that there's more that I could have done or could do or should be doing, but then I also don't know for sure that there is. So it's like, I'm in this constant conundrum of like, I should do more, but then I'm like, but should I, I should, but should I, because He's got his own thing going, and if he needs me, he knows I'm here, but then he doesn't reach out, and so therefore, maybe he doesn't need me, and if I'm just, like, constantly pressing, I'm doing too much. So, like, I've – that that would be the only thing I think I would probably, you know, want to change is maybe just maybe be more present um, in his life. But then that could have negative consequences. You know, we can get to a really big fight, and we're just talking. Yeah. How, how does it look? How does it look? Being more present. Uh, just like talking to him, like, you know, like once a week or whatever, just like we having like a, a steady conversation, like, you know, ongoing and stuff. Um, but I don't, I don't know what kind of impact that makes, you know, maybe I'm more invested in his life and things are going on and I have more of an opinion. And then, you know, that turns into like a more volatile relationship between the two of us. Cause he's like, yo, you're not my fucking dad. I'm like, I'm not, I know I'm not, I'm just, I care. <laughs> Let me care. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Give it a st- give it a try for a couple months. Oh no, we 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 are we're in a good place now, so it's not nothing's bad. It's just we're we're very different in terms of personality. I mean, y'all y'all met my brother, like yeah, we're very different in terms of personality, and so I appreciate that about him, about him being able to be who he is and not like be in the shadow of who I am, because I I think he's had to like grow up for a large part of his life, constantly being referenced to me like I was the standard. And that's not fair to anybody. Like, you live your own life. But that, I, so would I change anything? I'm going to say no with an asterisk. Everything else has been fine. That's a Warren answer. That's a Warren answer. No with an asterisk. Mean, Warren would have said and I said, I said, I said no. I didn't, even, I didn't even hesitate. I said no. So that wasn't even a Warren answer. That was a Kevin <laughs> answer tonight. 
Yeah, Warren didn't even say Well, no. Trump. So, yes. Well, I, I would said make yes. the caveat of you said you started off by saying no, then you said yes. Nah, I'm saying yes the whole time. Only thing I, I would just wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing I would change is I would I would it, it within the last year I would change some things, <laughs> but yeah. I, I already know you guys very well, so okay. I don't think it would be anything else that you know, yeah, solid yes. Wow. Well, this was fun, guys. We got a little creative tonight. On our little creative caps and had some fun. Uh, next week, the burden of the topic falls upon uh, Rio. Someone else. Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, um, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of uh, the Fellas Five podcast. You can catch us where podcasts, podcasts with a pod, and that could be on Google, Spotify, Apple, Breaker. And a litany of other places where they play podcasts. Look, you guys know the deal. We're on Instagram. Find us on Google. Email us. Hit us up. You know, maybe one day we'll do an entire episode just based off you guys' questions and feedback. So that would be lovely. I'd it like would, that. It'd also be lovely if we had listeners. So uh, <laughs> tell a friend like tell a friend. Says, tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend. Is there an echo? Please. please. <laughs> and on that note. You guys, this has been another episode of the Fellas Five Podcast. Holla.